Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the Lamb whose glory lights up the nations. And so this is from Revelation chapter 21, verse 24, and it says, And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth shall bring their glory and honor into it. Now, there, the it in this verse is speaking of the new Jerusalem, whose light, as we've already discussed in this podcast, comes from the Lamb. Mm. And so, uh, John's been been talking about the revelation he had of the city, and now he's talking about the revelation he's receiving of the ramifications of, of the city on the global world and, and for that time. And so, Brother Daniel, uh, why is it so important that the nations are still impacted by the light of Jerusalem? Well, first of all, it's not just in the eschatological context of the age to come. Even right now, mm. Jesus is the light of the world. He came from heaven. He came from that throne room. Mm-hmm. And so, Technically, even now, the throne room is the center of light source, eternal light source for the entire existence mm-hmm. of created order. The only difference is in the age to come, it is, we are getting so near to that light source, it is apparent to us that human civilization and nations are lighted directly, not by created light like a sun, in our solar system, but by that direct, mm-hmm. uncreated light source from the Lamb. And the scripture is full of that reality because uh, in, in Isaiah chapter 4 and Isaiah 2, and you have even Habakkuk 2.14 and Haggai 2, where you have a, a description where the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth. And you have the canopy of glory above Jerusalem, the cloud of glory above Jerusalem in Isaiah 2 and 4, is and because the heavenly Jerusalem has come down and then is beginning to light up the nations. So the nations walking in the light, I think this twofold one is really the experience of the brightness of the Lamb's glory coming out from New Jerusalem, lighting all the nations. But also Sec- the, the knowledge of God. Also the knowledge of God. Also about morality. Also about no darkness, no wickedness, no sin. So there's twofold reality. The light has qualitative dimension that's beyond just light and glory and honor. It's righteousness. It's the nature of God. It's like when Moses uh, asked the Lord to show him his glory in Exodus 33. What Moses saw was the Lord is slow to anger, abundant in loving kindness. So it's the nature and character and the morality of God. So I believe that the Lamb whose glory, like of the nations, talks about the fact that the nation is now bathed and completely immersed in the righteousness and the glory of God. And there's no wickedness in the nation. Amen. There's a verse I want to highlight that uh, you have recorded in your devotional, but also has been special to me. It's Isaiah chapter 6. And Isaiah is seeing the throne room. Just as John saw the throne room in Revelation chapter 4, and John heard the, the four living creatures crying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Mm. But Isaiah heard, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Oh, well so, said. Some uh, 
commentators speculate that Isaiah is actually experiencing the new Jerusalem on the earth because one elf Very possible. is the whole earth full of his glory. Yeah, because the train of his robe that Isaiah saw begin to flow from heaven to earth, so the glory of God from the throne room is definitely affecting the nations of the earth. Yeah, so we look with great anticipation for that day when the whole earth is full of His glory. And I, again, agreeing with you, Daniel, that I think this verse in Matthew 20, or sorry, Revelation 21 24 is speaking of that same reality, that the nations would walk in His light because they are filled with the glory of God. I just want to add two more points before we talk about the implication of coming to the Jesus whose glory like the nation. Number one is the gates in the New Jerusalem. There are gates whose door is not shut. In other words, there's free access of coming in and out of the New Jerusalem. So the nation brings along the glory of the Lamb and uh, the interaction with the glory of the Lamb in and out of the city of Jerusalem. It is not a shut city. It's an open city with gates that's always open. And secondly, 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 9, it says that we must fellowship in the light. And we walk in the light and fellowship in the light. So that reality, we don't have to wait until the new Jerusalem. We walk in the light right now. We walk before the eyes of God right now. We fellowship in the light. Now, fellowship simply means a, a lot of mutual exchange of relationship and friendship. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the agreements around the things of the light. You know, the people who are in the mob, the gangsters and all these, they have covenants, they have blood covenant, they are they're fighting for one another's interests, but that's in darkness. That's not in light. You know, but we are in the light because of the church of Jesus Christ, because of Jesus being the head of the church. And that light is what is essential in our fellowship today. You know, so when the when we come together as a community of believers, we're already beginning as nation, because the church is in the nations, uh, walk in the light of the glory of the Lamb now, but it's only in a, in a fraction of the fullness that we can experience in the new Jerusalem. But we're already beginning to do that right now. We need to, we need to encounter that more and more, even now. Mm -hmm. Amen. So if we encounter the Lamb, whose glory light up the nation, then we know that He's the light source of our life. And we need to walk in that light. But sometimes when we fall and stumble because we're ensnared by the pleasure of this world and sin, we suddenly are caught into a dark corner and sometimes we want to cover up our sin, cover up our weakness, cover up our compromise. But the Lord is encouraging us to come to the throne of mercy and grace in time of need. And because He is merciful and gracious, he, He's tempted in every way as we are, and yet without sin, He's able to sympathize with the temptation we face. So as we come to Him with repentance, the blood of Jesus washes us and cleanses us, and we can walk in the light again. You know, as we, we get back up and we continue our journey, our pilgrimage, as the devil ensnare us and try to beat us down along our pilgrimage, the Lord continue to shine His light so that His Word will be the light to our path, the lamp to our feet. And so we can see that all the way through. So that's why He said, if you love me, keep my commandment. So if He is the lamb that like the nation, we know that we are the recipient of that light and we become that light, that like the nation as we go forth as ambassador, as missionary, as those who walk out the Great Commission. So we pray this way. 
our Father who is in heaven, we thank you that Jesus, the Lamb of God, is the light to the nation. Yes, Lord. And this will come forth in fullness. No one will uh, miss that reality in the age to come. But even now, we have begun to walk in the light. And Lord, cause our light so shine for before men that they may glorify the Father who is in heaven. And they know that the Father has sent Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of all mankind. Thank you, Jesus. Even as the Apostle James stood up in Acts chapter 15 when they discussed about the Jerusalem Council and the need for the nations to... Uh, whether they need to observe the law or not observe the law of Moses, the Apostle James quoted Amos 9.11. And in that he said the tabernacle of David will be rebuilt and the nations or the Gentile will come into the light. The, the nation will come into the light of his glory. And we know that all nations will see the light in the face of Jesus Christ. Will you help us to be the instrument to partner with you in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen and amen. We want to thank you for joining us for this Jesus 360 podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy.